0: Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem! I have been named Nick. And I'm Zach. Welcome to We're Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world! a podcast: Yeah, yeah, a couple times. Two, two, three. Two or three. A few things come up every now and again. Um, we've mentioned before that you could one of those topics that's come up, we've mentioned you could do an entire podcast just focusing on that specific topic. Uh, a number of them.: Extending for years, focusing on one supernatural phenomenon. I'm speaking about one in particular right now.
1: I'll tell you. I, I can you think could, of a few. Yeah. So.
0: Na- I mean, just name a few for fun uh, UFOs, Bigfoot. Yep. Yeah. The Hodag. Yeah. The Hodag. <laughs> yeah. Whole, whole series isn't the Hodag. Yeah. All right. He's still cool. All right. Yeah. Next week, Hodag's back. He's cool.
1: Yeah. Still cool.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, all true. Even the Hodag, because he's a beautiful little guy. Uh, but the woman in white.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Lonely woman walking down the road who turns out to be a spirit that seduces or targets men of varying types. Again, a woman in white. So let's kind of start there. Okay. Um, I don't know the proper way to pronounce this location in Mexico. Chiapas, most southern state, has a story that is that, I mean, to a T. Uh, Men who aren't murdered by her, the woman in white in this particular story, report disorientation. Uh, If They're carrying, like, lamps or anything, lights or what have you. They go out. Um, And those that have survived avoided her evil by noticing um, something wasn't quite right with her. Okay. Some telltale signs. Either she was hovering in the air and they're like, holy shit, that's a ghost woman. Yeah. Let's not follow her. Nope. She may be a looker, but... I'm not gonna get
1: not looking to get killed.
0: I'm not looking to get killed, so goodbye. And um, they may have noticed that when she was walking, her like feet and ankles. I mean, one of those traditional monster things were backwards. It wasn't a perfect, yeah. Just she got that looking creepy. Some sort of
1: witch leg going on, exactly. or something. Gosh, that's what I'm gonna call it. Gosh darn witch legs. Yep,
0: she's got the witch legs. That's,
1: that's just, what I would say. That's what I just made up. No, it's good. No, it's,
0: it seems like a fact for now. Yep. Um less observant men again would just get eviscerated presumably and never be seen again um this particular woman in white there's a little bit of a variation to the story um sometimes she's a woman a woman in black well those are very opposite I guess she gets really feisty when she's in this form and it's supposed to be even just more switches like, up the wardrobe yeah just like ah, it's goth Day. Mm-hmm. Like well, when you're white, feeling real mean, yeah, when you're white, you go around killing people and you're real pissed about it. So when you dress in all black, what's that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, good oh, luck oh, figuring it out. Oh my, Dead. Oh my god, you're over the end. But yeah, that makes her more brutal. All right, right now I'm going to read you a story from um, again. I love these things. MoltoGhost.wordpress.com. WordPress. It's a Mexican monstresses article. I liked that title I mm-hmm. fell in love with that uh, Tomas Kaufman Collected a Malahora story um, you know, That gives away Part of what we're talking about Which of course Malahora Mala means The bad hour Yeah That's not a good nickname uh-huh. I mean it is a good nickname But like it means You know Scary mm-hmm. so Told uh, The this, bad time The bad times for sure it um, was told in a Moko. And it dying Mayan language. hope I pronounced that right. Spoken in Chappas in 1967. Um, he's talking about the monstrous in this story. He also calls her La Mala Mujer, the evil woman. Uh-huh. My enunciations may not be exact, if you can believe that or not. I can't. Okay. A man from Moto had a girlfriend in Amantanegu. One night, as he was on his way to visit her, he ran into a woman on the road. She looked like his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. I would ask you, was it his girlfriend? If it was, I'm sure this story's going to be over real quick and they're going to go home happy together.
1: It depends on what story follows, I guess. That's true.
0: Since you were coming to see me, I came out to meet you. That's what the woman decided to tell him. Convenient. Nineteen sixty seven. They didn't have cell phones back then, right? No. She couldn't have sent a text. I can't believe there's a time when people didn't have cell phones. How do they survive? They're probably happier. I don't know. They didn't know what they're missing. Look around, isn't the world great? <laughs> <laughs> Quote. She well, she keeps on talking to him because again, that's his girlfriend, obviously. I mean, I brought all my things. Let's run away together.
1: Wow, bold. Seems right. kind of impromptu. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, what do you we think? We don't know the week leading up to this point. Yeah, this
0: just maybe it was a real hot and heavy week. Yeah. And they were debating, abandoning their entire lives for each other and running off into the sunset. Could be. Or the moonlight. Sure. Either way. The man was confused. This isn't part of the story. I'm going to kind of add a little bit as we go through here. Um, the man was obviously confused and didn't quite know what was going on. Are you serious? But he started to study her. He looked at her presumably looked her up and down Mm -hmm. because she's looking nice fine well do you think you noticed anything that wasn't looking so nice
1: her legs are looking a little backwards but you can look past that i guess
0: if you noticed a woman you were seeing's legs were not looking so great (laughs) and you were dating her um what would you say to her immediately uh you got backwards legs he chose to say, you're not my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she protested. Like, yeah, you know, blah, blah. Let's go. And then she wants to run away before, like, their dad finds them. Because that's the... She says, "This Wait,
1: their dad finds her them? Her dad. Oh, <laughs>
0: Plot twist. This got crazy. No. And the man stopped buying these fake stories that she's telling. She's, this, is, this is what I call garbage talk right here. Okay. <laughs> No, you don't fool me. And then the man slipped a blindfold on the woman and began to hit her until she ran away.
1: What the fuck? What? Her legs are fucked up, so he beat the shit out of her. But he slipped a blindfold. I imagined he 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 was like, Yeah, let's run away, but like, I'm gonna blindfold you first. Yeah. And then (laughs) he's like Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, like
0: what? Yeah, I'm assuming also it says blindfold, but like maybe he had like a handkerchief on him. He just doesn't, or he doesn't. No, he doesn't come equipped every day with a blindfold just in case he needs a. To...
1: I hope he's not prepared to blindfold women. That's in the what, street I, that at all what times. I mean.
0: What I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, absolutely not. Now the next day, the man got a I have needle. Some other questions about that. Then. There could be a lot more questions. All right, then the story continues. He. uh... He found a needle and went to a priest. And this uh, guy, yeah, and he was like, "Connected." Yeah, he's like, "Hey, can you bless this?" And he's like, "Okay." The night that night, he walked. Can, that's all I'm gonna can tell I you. Just take
1: things to priests and get them to bless it.
0: If the priest is willing. Interesting. What would you have a priest bless?
1: Oh, a lot, of, a lot of things. Top three.
0: Uh,
1: bullets. That's all three knives. my next beverage
0: great i would at least get him to like bless like a gallon of water i need holy water holy beer is probably better maybe that's true this way when you give a monster a beer
1: it's like thanks he's like oh my god (laughs) yeah so yeah suck on them apples yeah jerk now check out this knife
0: yeah well instead of a knife he chose to bless a needle It's a tiny knife. It's a tiny knife. That's that's what I'm going to call... Tiny pokey knife. That's what I'm going to call needles from now on. Tiny pokey knives. (laughs) Hey, you got to fix this shirt. You got a tiny pokey knife? Yeah, here you go. All right, well, the man then, of course, walked the road to I'ma I'm Talking too fast. Then he ran into La Mala on the way, who still, I guess, was looking like his girlfriend.
1: Oh, hey. Hey. This is awkward.
0: Yeah, um... You, but at you, last night, honey, you blindfolded me and beat the shit out of me. Well, this time he pretended it was her. He, like he believed her. He went along with the lie, sure. with the garbage talk, and he's like, maybe he was again hypothetically. Maybe he was like, oh, I'm sorry, honey. Sorry I was just, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't feeling myself you. yesterday. I blindfolded you. I thought you were some mother, like some weird. I thought you were like an imposter, but I know it's you. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean to punch you eighty times in the head and run away screaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then they ran away together, and then they stopped off at a little Glen,
1: and nice then B and B,
0: I guess, yeah. And then the man was like smoozing, schmoozing her, mm-hmm. like getting real close. I think he's playing his own version of garbage talk right now. Yeah, he's like hugging her, maybe kissing her, like mm-hmm. doing the thing.
1: I like that your legs are backwards.
0: Yeah, cute. <laughs> and then I don't I'm gonna read this direct quote because I don't quite do we just all need to process this. Quote As they sat down, he slipped the blessed needle beneath her without her noticing. The needle stuck her to the spot. She couldn't get back up. Then the man left and went back for the priest.
1: What The fuck does that mean?
0: She sat on the needle, and it, like, stuck her, like, she was, like, it was, like, an it sort of like, he, like, a nail. pinned her? Yeah, he literally, like, tiny pokey knifed her. It
1: also sounds like a weird euphemism.
0: For what? What do you mean?
1: For, just read it again, and you'll figure it out. I
0: don't, I can't. I can't. Slipping the
1: needle in. What was he doing? I don't know. It I know. Doesn't it doesn't sound great. You being dirty? Uh, yeah, apparently. I guess. I wasn't, but well, from that reading, it sounds like.
0: Well, she was still stuck and, like, freaking out, so the priest gave the man some advice on how to, like, take care of her. I don't like that. He said to hit her with a branch.
1: <laughs> shh, shh, shh. <laughs> here, so Here, take this. Go smack her with it. So
0: the man was about to swat her across the fucking face, and the priest was praying, and then she vanished. Okay. And then the last sentence in that story goes, and that's the end.
1: What? That's it. She's just gone? She's gone. That's so then did the needle do
0: anything? It's st- it stuck her there, but then maybe she used all... how long? Sp- like all night. Not long enough for a man to go get a priest. In a, in a to a bring her stick. And a back stick? And a switch, yeah, and just to, be, to beat the shit out of her. And then and she's gone. Well, that's the story about a woman in white. Now, that may be the end of that story, again, as that last sentence says, and that's the end, but it's not the end for us, not yet. Again, a woman in white, or even a woman in black. I mean, we've talked about this kind of stuff before-ish, spirits, what have you. Mm -hmm. Now, I discovered this story while researching another creature or attributes of a creature that is associated with this creature, so maybe they are, in fact, Similar versions of the same creature. Let's just keep going. This one is associated with um, what I'm about to talk about. It's associated with the Malahora but can be found stateside Uh in New Mexico. But parts of it are not too dissimilar from the Mexican version. Um, The American version in some aspects is more nefarious or even more scary. It also has a trait that I have never come across in a monster before. It's another version of the same kind of story, but again, we'll get to that after I read you this tale. Um, This is from AmericanFolklore.net. La Malahora, a New Mexican ghost story. It's retold by Essie Schlosser. My friend Isabella called me one evening before dinner. She was sobbing as she told me that she and her husband Enrique were getting divorced. He had moved out of the house earlier that day, and Isabella was distraught. I called my husband, who was on a business trip in Chicago, and he agreed that I should go stay with Isabella for a few days to help her during this difficult time. I packed a small suitcase and got right into the car. It was late, and it would take me at least four hours to drive from my home to Santa Fe. Isabella was expecting me to arrive around midnight. I traveled down a dark, wet highway, felt chills. Were they being watched? River mirror, they were looking. No one was in the back seat, felt vibes, but nobody was there. Don't be ridiculous, I told myself, wishing fervently that I was home in my bed instead of driving on a dark, rainy highway. It was an easy drive, and they were wishing they'd get to Santa Fe pretty fast. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, they kept driving, doing their things. Then there was a crossroads. Someone stepped into those crossroads. It was a woman. Directly. In view of the car. They screamed. This person. Slammed on their brakes. The car came to a stop. But the woman was gone. But then, he, then they saw the woman right beside their window. Hello. <clears throat> hey. They were looking. What did her face look like? Uh, Like a demon. Twisted
1: eyes glowing red and short pointed teeth. Teeth. Like a vampire. Demon. Beast. Not great.
0: Then the woman jumped toward the window and was striking at the glass. He was like slashing and clawing. <clears throat> and then back, and I'll switch back to first person for the story. And then again, the person in the car. I put my foot down on the accelerator, and the car leapt forward. A few terrible moments. The woman ran along the car, kept up quick, but kept striking and slashing.
1: If anybody's keeping up with my car when I'm like gunning it, uh-huh. panic's gonna start to set in. Like this guy's fast and yeah. scary and angry. They're faster than five miles an hour. Oh, uh-huh. that's not good. Not good. It's reminded me of the uh, the three legged woman I talked
0: about a couple weeks ago. Chasing the car, attacking and slashing. Right. Yep. She had three legs, but I guess you could qualify that as fucked up feet, like this backwards feet bitch. You know? Yeah. Legs, leg things. We got leg stuff going on. <clears throat> and then she was growing taller and taller in the rear, rear view mirror. Eventually she's big as not a tree. She's big as a tree eventually. Not good. Uh, this gets pretty descriptive. Red light swirled around her like a mist, and she pointed after me, her mouth oh. moving, though I could not make out the words. And just, she kept focusing. That's kept a striving. spell of some sort.
1: You better yeah. fucking push that gas pedal. She's
0: casting something. Well, eventually they made it back to uh, her friend's house. Um, <clears throat> barged to the door, basically. And then... This person screamed, you know, shut the door. And then they ran into the house. Her friend asked what was wrong. They tried to comfort her. They just cried and cried. They crowed. They crowed. And then their friend was like, are you sure you were at the crossroads when you saw her? This person nodded. It must have been La La Hora. And then knowing what that meant, of course, they went, the bad hour. This is bad, Jane. Very bad. La Melhor only appears at a crossroads when someone is going to die. Muy mal. Yeah. No bueno. No bueno. But she was so scared. Normally, like, this was something she might have laughed at, but not today. Well,. She couldn't shake that feeling of dread. But eventually she went home. And like, you know, nothing really was going on, but... When she went home, the police came. They had something to say. They told her that her husband had been mugged on his way back to his hotel dinner... And his body not had been found until the morning. He had been shot in the head and killed instantly. That'll do it. The end. I said that because that's the end of that story. Damn. What the fuck is that? Yeah. That's scary. That's scary. Not only is, like, the Crossroads demon an omen of bad things, but then, like, you have to deal with that horror, and then somebody else gets gets axed.
1: Hmm.
0: Now I mentioned before that again, that's a scary ghost story, fucked up. I mean, you know, scary, creepy ghost story. Um, but what's again? Something stood out to this to this whole affair that you don't encounter too often. So what was that? Um, what adds a little bit of unique flair to this madness? Well, I'm going to read you a story. Um, eventually, this is from stateecu.com and you know, on New Mexican folk, five New Mexico four. Tales and urban legends. Um, this version of this creature has been described as a large lock of wool or fleece. What? Like just fabric? That can expand and contract. Yeah, like a so, blanket. Yes. Like a blanket of some sort.
1: The blanket of doom? And smother its victims.
0: She's also associated with the crossroads and as a death omen. But again, it's reported to be made of malleable fleece. Capable, again, of smothering her victims. What? Right? <laughs> what is going on? Here's an excerpt from Evil in Our Mist, a chilling glimpse of our most feared and frightening demons by David E. Jones in 2001. I'm going to try and skim through this bad boy because it's a nice little article. Because this creature, you know, Malhora, the bad, our, um also La... La La Malogra? Malagra. Another name. This is about golden-colored fleece and how it lay in the middle of State Road 419 on the old Santa Fe Turnpike. Why was it there? Who knows? Who cares? I'm going to jump around and try to sum this up in my own words. It's a little lengthy, so I'm just going to kind of plow through it. Um, But again, just a fleece. Lying in the road. Sands were blowing in all directions. It was a desert. Oh, nothing moved. It was La Melogra, the evil hour before whom even the devil himself was wary. The golden colored fleece was a vast hunger that could be satiated only by continued acts of the utmost evil. In a bar about a hundred yards north of the intersection where the golden fleece waited, a fist fight was ending. There had been no contest. Ramon had beaten the stranger senseless. The stranger was older, lighter, shorter, drunker, the kind of odds R- R- Ramon liked. Because Ramon was Who such doesn't a... doesn't
1: like those odds if you're going to fight somebody?
0: It's a great point, but I guess Ramon is like a huge asshole because he's a bully. Nobody liked him. He does say cool things like this. Hey, idiot, get me a beer over here. So, I mean, Ramon's got priorities. So that's why I talk to you
1: between episodes. That's not wrong. Hey, <laughs> idiot, yeah, yeah. Hey, idiot.
0: Give me a beer. All right. The Bart. <laughs> so, we were saying Ramon's a cool guy. He's a fan?
1: Uh, I am. His yeah. fights? I am. You're probably not.
0: Oh, well, I mean, it depends. He's, if he's calling me an idiot too, that's not great. I don't like that. <laughs> no, he's covered uh so basically Ramon is like bitching and moaning that like he needs a beer and he's covered in this guy's bloody beat up. You know, first world problems. Yeah. <laughs> I guess He's also like kicking the guy who's on the ground. Like he's beating the shit out of this guy. Yeah, and he tells him, "Yeah, it's your blood, asshole." And he's like beating him again.
1: <laughs> he sounds like a dick.
0: Yeah, Ramon like takes off his shirt because it's like full of blood. At least I don't beat you up when I call you. No, idiot. yeah, you just you, you just you get me beer. No, you just caress me. You're like it's okay, yeah. idiot. Yeah, thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks. Th- thanks, idiot. Thanks, idiot for his fucking beer. And I'm like, "That's cool. Why is this happening? Yeah, what, what is happening? I don't understand right now? what's going on here. This is getting, this is escalating into a very weird direction. And then when he, uh, so yeah, he's walking around like without his shirt on, just outside because it was covered in blood. I mean, he's, he's roaming around drunk. He sounds like a fucking maniac. He is an absolute psychopath. I've only known this character for like two paragraphs, and he's told me a whole story. Yeah, he's, he's a psychopath. He's out of his he's mind. Like a fucking maniac. Yeah. He's a lunatic. He's a bastard. He's an asshole. He's a lunatic." So he's walking in the street, cold, without a shirt on. Mm-hmm. What does he happen to stumble upon? A Something. nice
1: cozy fleece, uh, maybe sweater. Yeah, nice sweater. Oh, maybe a quarter zip. Yeah, he. Yeah, basically. Yeah.
0: It wasn't quite fitting on him. So he decided to cut a hole in it and made it a poncho. Oh.
1: Yeah.
0: Probably a bad choice. Know, he, what do you mean? He's I mean, cold. Ponchos are cool. He just puts it on. But then it started to like get tighter. hmm And tighter. I mean, his head was through the hole he had cut. So he's like, you know, doing his thing. But... Again, it kept shrinking and shrinking.
1: Maybe he was getting fatter
0: when he started. Oh, I think he's the same size. Oh, but it, oh,
1: that's not good.
0: Yeah, he's he's uh, maintaining the same the same size that he always was. And then he started to freak out, <clears throat> and the fleece. Quote, flooded violently at the sound of the knife opening and startled. Ramon dropped it. The fleece tightened, falling to his knees on the dark roadside. Ramon frantically searched the ground for his knife with one hand while pulling at the leather tightening around his neck with the other. The hole grew smaller. He gave up looking for his knife. He tried to, like, grab it around yeah. his collar to hold it from... It's, it's going in. It's yep. coming in. It continued to contract. It didn't stop. That hole kept closing. Quote, and an hour after Ramon died, his head was squeezed off his body as the fleas remained its wholeness.
1: <laughs> just fucking popped his head off? It's
0: ruthless. And then, then again, it was, it was full, like a giant leaf. Just flew off into the countryside again, tumbling around.
1: And then a woman found it.
0: Oh, look, a pretty blanket.
1: Uh-oh. I was just thinking how magical it'd feel to live life as a flying fleece. Of hell? I mean, or just that? Just, just in general. <laughs>
0: like, is it, have you looked at the current state of affairs in life of being a human? You're like, I wish I was a blanket. <laughs> I wish I was a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> just floating around. If anybody fucks with me, I'll pop off their fucking head. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Sounds nice. Yeah, pleasant. Just float around. Yeah. That's good. Eventually, somebody picks you up, thinks yeah. you're going to make a, you're going to have a good day. Yeah. And then if it's a bad day, you're like, yeah, well, fucking pop their head off. Yeah, <laughs> either like, way, they're dead. And then I'm going to catch a nice nice breeze again. And yeah. Float on. It's fine. Keep on going. Float on down the line. Yep. I think that's that Modest Mouse song is about that. Could be. Popping heads off.
0: Yeah, by being a fleece blanket mm-hmm. of some sort. Yep. Fleece, floating fleece.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, again, one interpretation. Have you ever heard of a killer blanket before? Not me no not really nope well perhaps this creature exists in another form as well who doesn't hate allergies oh I, I know it's this that was, time this was of close. year too <clears throat> this was close to your heart i know because they're stupid you even put that in here they're stupid right hell yeah they're stupid well, this is the initial description that led me down this path to discover all the stories I've read to you so far <clears throat> because I have never heard of any creature resembling this either. And this is from statecu.com La Malagra. New Mexicans often think the release of cottonwood seeds Oh, fucking cottonwoods is fucking me up right now. is evil. Hell yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, well, guess what? In folklore... These seeds become a legendary creature. Evil, right? This version is said to be made completely of cottonwood fluff. Oh, no. It assembles into a ball. Oh, no. It flutters around. And it just rolls about. Jingling, jangling, floating and fluttering. Having a grand old time. And it gets so big and so menacing. You know, we talked about a blanket that can strangle you and cut off your head oh, if you know <laughs> this thing grow, this is a giant sentient ball of cottonwood that runs around trying to suffocate people to death i believe that i believe in that 100 percent. one of the articles i found showed a little drawing of a kid being like surrounded by cottonwood balls like he's just dying. like oh my god
1: i walked out <clears> i walked outside the other day yeah. and it looked like it was snowing and i was like fuck yeah
0: Imagine if it was sentient and targeted you specifically. I bet you feel that way sometimes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, shit, it's
0: coming. No. Yeah, you need a weather report for that. Yeah. Now all these things Whoa. as they bang shit around. I thought that was the cottonwood coming. <laughs> She's coming. Now in that same that book that I mentioned previously, kind of like it doesn't quite tie them all together, but like it mentions them all like the same. Like it just these are all like associated sort of together. It's the same like crossroadsy woman in white monster type creature i think cuz all the names are sort of similar they all kind of just get lumped together maybe i'm just making guesses okay. um or you could even imagine that it is in fact one entity that's able to take on multiple different forms or getting regional variations of the same form um let's see here yeah, because this paragraph goes on to talk about how, like, you know, Spanish culture merged with, like, you know, North American indigenous cultures. <clears throat> um, and then, of course, when Christianity spread and then get Anglo-Saxon nonsense and <clears throat> this, everything kind of became literally, like, her stories could be just like a melting pot of everybody that ended up being around these areas. It's You know, that's why it's variations. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Mr. Uh, <clears throat> Aurelio M., Espinosa, he had published the first scholarly work on Hispanic-American folklore in New Mexican-Spanish folklore in the Journal of American Folklore all the way back in 1910 where he mentions he interviewed people in the early 1900s that talked about a figure called the La Malora and sometimes La Malagra, meaning the evil hour and then, you know, went on to talk about how that that creature is a spirit wanders about the darkness crossroads. <clears throat> Could be form of a large lock of wool or fleece. Again, it's an easy jump to go from that to cottonwood. Mm-hmm. And then it can just change its shape. And uh, is either an omen of death or will kill you. Or is just plain evil. And um, if you survive it and you see it, you might just go insane anyways. You could be disoriented, confused. Um, Somebody, usually when this would come up, I guess he said New Mexicans would say, El Casamala, which would mean, it's an evil thing. Mm -hmm. So the bad hour, Malora, whatever she is, she is a blanket, a woman in white who's sometimes in black sentient cottonwood that's trying to smother you and it also mentioned that children that are out after dark go to bed otherwise she's going to smother the shit out of you too yep just be scared and beware the crossroads because she could be coming at you but i figured this is a weird cornucopia of like weird stories connected that i had never heard of those types of creatures before and considering how we dive into things it's nice when i find those it's like oh my god the killer blanket
1: yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh the killer blanket is brutal and the yeah. cottonwood I feel targeted. Yeah, it was after I figured
0: like um let me down this road, I'm like this thing is gonna fuck up Zach if it comes here. Maybe it's trying right now,
1: I don't know. It could be. It might be trying to get it in my bedroom. Oh god, maybe night. it's up
0: to her. Whew. Maybe she camouflaged herself as one of your blankets. Oh. It's gonna just explode into cottonwood. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Smother me while I sleep. Yep. And then just turn into a blanket and lay at your feet and no one will know what happened. Yep. That's fucked up. It is fucked up uh, <laughs> I don't like that But yeah that's the What uh, uh, was uh, So many names I mean the bad hour And uh, Yeah La Malagra Malagra mm-hmm. Cottonwood killer
1: Yep Wild Yeah that's pretty Yeah uh... different Neat it is different. Definitely scary. And I, uh, not a fan.
0: No, hard pass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you think, um, you know, you've seen this creature or this creature has tried to attack you like it's targeting Zach. Yeah. You could email us at weird podcast at com. support us wherever you can. We love, um, you supporting us on the patreon.com slash weird. we got some bonus episodes behind the veil. We just keep talking to each other afterwards. Those are there, um, from episodes long past. And, um, Leave us a review wherever you can. We read them. We like them. We like you. And then it's still, I mean, we're a little bit past it. But, I mean, I always like to think about ha- a Halloween. Um, I'm spooky now. I'll be spooky then. What we're, we need to do. We're just getting spookier. We're getting spookier and spookier. And what's always good about getting spooky, it's as easy to get spooky when you're always staying spooky. Yeah. So, I mean, stay spooky, guys. Oh, yeah. Stay spooky.